Welcome to Inspiration's Beauty Show. This podcast is not only to inspire you to achieve the skin of your dreams, but it's to teach you on how to care for your skin to get your dream skin a reality. Learn with me as I combine my inspirational and spiritual side, along with my skin enthusiast and professional and educated mind. I'm your host, Danielle Cerrone, self-made skincare practitioner, certified esthetician, business owner, beauty blogger, and now Inspiration's beauty show host. My intentions through this outlet is to educate you so that you know everything there is to know about skin and how to care for it. Not only will this podcast help spruce up your skincare routine and uncomplicate the beauty industry, but I'm here to help create you be your own skin master. Each episode will cover a topic to bring you closer to that master status. And the best thing is that this industry is always growing, so we will be learning a lot together. So are you ready? Let's go, Inspirational Beauties. It's learning time. Hey, friends. I am back with answering some questions submitted and asked by you. The first Q&A was quite some time ago at this point, but I'm happy to be here answering another 10 commonly asked questions. That way, there is more for you to learn and more for me to answer for you guys. And of course, as always, I repeat this every episode, it seems. If you have any questions, if you have any topics, please be in contact because truly, I'm here to serve you. But The topics that I share about and the questions I answer here are because someone's asked about it. So I can't stress enough how much I take your guys' consideration, your guys' requests seriously. So diving into FAQ part two, so frequently asked questions, part two. Number one, what oil can I use on my skin for a facial oil? I love this question because if you know me, I love a good facial oil. There are actually quite a few on the market. And I also love this question because I really think that we're starting to break down the fears with oil and skin. So finally, people are starting to think that oils and believe oils are healthy for the skin. For so long, people were terrified of oil and would run away from oil and I would be doing a massage on their face and people would be like, oh, are you using oil? Like, are you using oil on my skin? Thankfully, that question's not asked as much anymore. And thankfully, people are starting to ask me what facial oil they should use. So as usual, I will start off by saying, listen to your skin. Your skin is going to provide you indications whether your skin likes the oils that you're using or not, or even if your skin likes how you're using your oil in your routine. So whether you're using a few drops into your skincare, like your moisturizer, or maybe you're doing a full face of a facial massage, facial oil used that way, your skin will tell you if it's too much, if it's too little, if you're you know, not rubbing it in enough, if you need to remove it, listen to your skin. Specific oils that I love and use currently are Arbonne's Intelligence Omega Oil. I've been using this oil for a few years now. Um, This is an oil that I use as a full face massage if I need. Um, I'll pair it with my home LED device, which you've probably seen some videos of me doing. Or it can be as simple as 
me dropping a few oil drops into my moisturizer and patting it into my skin. So it's very versatile and so many ways you can use it. It just really has that boost of hydration. Um, and with the omega, the omega fats, it's really helpful for um, skin irritation, skin dryness, skin dehydration. Other really popular oils that are often used for face massage or as a slip and glide with like a gua sha tool or a jade roller are grapeseed oil, jojoba oil, marula oil, or rosehip oil. So those are really great options as well. You can find them at like a healthy food store, um, a skin store, a natural store. Um, always make sure it's as pure and clean as possible. You really want it as natural. You want the natural oils. Natural oils doesn't suffocate the skin. Synthetic oils do. So always go as clean, as pure pressed, as pure as possible. Question number two, how can I treat hormonal acne. Hormonal acne, as we know, can be quite stubborn. However, the biggest recommendation I have is to learn your hormones to try to get them regulated and balanced. Working with a holistic nutritionist or naturopath is super beneficial here. To be honest, after my years of working with skin and working with clients who are going on and off of the pill, who are facing hormonal changes, I would say that has been the biggest help. Yes, of course, doing skincare treatments with me in the clinic, using proper products. Yes, absolutely. I can help. I can absolutely subside the inflammation. I can absolutely erase some of the sensitivities and support the skin health. But working with a holistic nutritionist or naturopath while working with me is, is the, um, the recipe that you're looking for. Everyone's hormones are so different and everyone responds differently and everyone heals differently. So I can do LED, I could do high frequency, we could do like fire and ice, um, using spot treatments, for example, using like a BHA and AHA cleanser. There's so many things that we can do in clinic and there's so many things I can do and support you in addition, but really working with a naturopath is significant here. If you're more interested in learning about that with a natural side or a holistic nutritionist, you can go to episode 62 and I interviewed Lexi and Lexi is a lovely, lovely friend and a lovely client of mine um, who shares with us some tips that you can choose and do while either transitioning to go off the pill or just trying to really just be healthy, um, have healthy hormones in general. So episode 62 is a really great resource for you as well. All right, going to question number three, how and when should I apply my vitamin C? Vitamin C should always be used in the morning, after you cleanse or after you splash water on your face or your toner has taken place. Always, always, always finish off with a moisturizer and of course with SPF. Vitamin C is commonly in, in oil form, so a few drops pressed into the skin is great. Vitamin C helps protect our skin during the day from free radicals and other damage. So it's great to have this antioxidant protection throughout the day. Especially if you use a serum at night like a retinol, vitamin C pairs beautifully with other serums. So vitamin C is a beautiful thing to have in the morning. Pair it with something at night. Your routine is stellar. Question number four. What are the benefits to a creamy or milky cleanser? 
Milk cleansers or creamy cleansers, those terms are often interchangeable. Those cleansers are super hydrating. They're soothing. They're calming. They're great for dry, sensitive skin types. It's great if someone's barrier has been damaged. It's great if there's a lot of redness. It's great for those rosacea clients. It's great for those dry clients. It provides a nice cleanse to the skin without stripping the skin and keeping the integrity of the skin in mind. It's also adding to the skin health. A milk cleanser is often one that I recommend for, again, someone whose skin barrier is damaged. Maybe their their skin is super thin. Maybe they've overdone it with skincare in the past. And the texture of the actual cleanser itself is also super light and super thin, which is really great for skin types like these. It also provides that gentle glow, that gentle slide to the skin. Um, So if you're experiencing even a dull complexion, getting a milk cleanser or creamy cleanser can help solve that concern as well. Question number five, my skin looks dull. What can I do to give it some life? Exfoliating helps regenerate cells, which can absolutely give life to your skin, especially if you haven't exfoliated for a while. This practice will lift the dead skin off of your face, exposing new fresh skin cells, which no doubt will be and look healthier and more youthful in texture and in appearance. Using masks and serums are also a winner here. So there are many products in the market that will help with the dull concern. Adding in hyaluronic acid, vitamin C's, L2MD with the tint. I love that one. Warming honey cleansers, marula oils, um, the is clinical home peel pads. They have, they like the fire and ice, but for home, there's so many things that we can work together with to add to your routine, whether it's professional services, whether it's home products to bring your skin back to life, no matter your age. If your skin is dull and you're 16, if your skin is dull and you're 70, it doesn't matter. There's something that we can implement into your routine to give your skin life. Incorporating massage into your routine can also really benefit you because it stimulates circulation. Um, hydration is given by the oils and the serums, and it helps give that plump, youthful look. So if you want, you can listen to an episode um, about this as Massage Me. Um, again, so much more information there to help you understand like what the tips are with massage, why massage is specifically beneficial. And then I also have on my um, Instagram, I also have some videos showing you some facial techniques. Of course, I have to touch on some services that will give you that glow, like fire and ice. That gives a fantastic glow. Working like with microneedling, for example, that gives a long-term result. Um, Microdermabrasion is also really great because it does a really deep exfoliation, exposing new cells. So there's there's so many things that we can work with to get like work together to um, provide that tailored experience. This is a challenge that we excel at here at Inspirations Beauty Clinic. Glowing skin is our jam. We're very, very well-versed in that. Question number six, what can I do about my pigmentation damage? So it does depend on what pigmentation we're referring to or how fresh or new or old the pigmentation is. So it can be pigmentation from the sun, like age spots, darker spots, or post-inflammatory spots, which are more purpley or red. They can be brown um, in some skin types, but... There's so many things we can do to help with pigmentation in general. First and foremost, the biggest thing to prevent pigmentation from getting worse or from it to occur is to never pop or pick at your pimples or scabs and to always wear sunscreen. 
Those are the two biggest things that you can do to help avoid pigmentation damage in your skin. If you've noticed you already have pigmentation damage, retinol is a really great option. You can get targeting serums that are for brightening. So brightening in complexion, brightening in trauma spots. There's a wide variety. There's also, um, in our clinic, we we use PCA and PCA has a brightening bar. This is a cleanser that you can use. You can also use it as a mask, leave it on your skin for a few minutes. This is really great at helping with stubborn pigmentation. Um, L to MD, of course, microneedling, fire and ice, Morpheus and LED. So there's, again, there's so much. I answer these kind of generally and more in generic, but if you have this specific question, you can always book a consultation or book a microneedling or something, and then we can further tailor the specific products you're needing for your pigmentation concern. Question number seven, how do I get rid of my pores? This is a question I get asked so frequently. People will point to their nose, they'll point to their chin, they'll point to the little um, white spots they have on their chin, which are sebaceous filaments, they'll point to on their cheeks, which are their pores. I do have a full episode on this question. So if you check out episode 23, it's called No Pores, No Such Thing. That's a really great resource. But the short of it all is you cannot get rid of pores. Pores are part of your skin anatomy. However, we can help treat them and keep them healthy so that the appearance and the texture and the visibility of them are not as prominent. The biggest thing to have healthy pores is to use non-comedogenic products and, of course, to get regular facials with extractions. But if you're really worried about your pores and pores are your main concern, I would definitely check out episode 23. That will give you a lot of information on what a pore is, how to treat it, and why you can't ever get rid of a pore. Question eight, what facial service should I choose? This is a question that is constantly in my DMs of like, hey, I really want to work with you, but I don't know what facial to choose. Or, hey, this is my concern, but I don't know what facial to choose. So this has been made easier for my website because this question was so commonly asked. We revamped our website. So now if you go to the homepage, you're going to see like skin concerns, whether it's pigmentation, whether there's acne, rosacea, um, aging. They all are in their little categories. And then if you click on it, it will give you a list as to what service is best recommended or targeted for that concern. There's also a list of all my treatments in my treatment page. And in addition, there is a full blog uploaded that answers this in full detail to guide you even if you're still lost. And it's called What Facial is Best Suited for My Skin? So you can read that because it will outline if you have this concern, this would be your facial. If you have this concern, this would be your facial. The other great resource to use is my Instagram. My Instagram highlights, my Instagram posts, the reels. There's so much information there. Um, and actually on my podcast, like as you're listening to this one, if you're curious about a certain service, nine times out of 10, I have a episode about that service or about your skin type. So always go to the resources that we have available for you because that's what our blog, our podcast, our Instagram, our website, like we create our YouTube page. Like we have so many resources for you guys and that's the exact reason. Question number nine, if I do microneedling, will it induce hair growth? I don't want my hair to grow back. The answer is no. This is a common question 
that people ask after they've done laser hair removal, whether they have PCOS or they're in their or they're transitioning or they have some hormonal influxes, they've treated, you know, their jawline with the hair or their neck or the sideburns or again, if they're transitioning from male to female, they don't want their hair to grow back. But the really fantastic thing about microneedling is no, it does not contribute to hair growth. It doesn't change growth cycles. It doesn't take away hair. It doesn't add hair. It's simply a skin treatment to resurface, to regenerate, to help with scarring, to help with pigmentation, to help with pore size, to help with aging, to help with glow, to help with firmness. The list goes on with microneedling. So the answer is no, you do not have to worry about your hair growing back. And question number 10, how long do I have to wait to use my home LED after a facial treatment? You can use your home LED immediately after whatever treatment you get. In fact, this would actually be a really lovely addition to boost your service, to boost your results, to penetrate your products deeper, to cut your healing time in half, especially if you had a peel or you had microdermabrasion and you're a little bit flushed or after microneedling. Adding your LED, even if you got LED added to your treatment, like let's just say we did um, a foundation facial with LED or we did microneedling with LED, you can do LED at home as well. LED is fantastic and it truly does help your skin. So there's no concern, no waiting time, no nothing. You can do it right immediately after your facial. You could do it that night after your facial. You could do it every day if you so choose. It's it's totally up to you, but feel free to use your LED whenever you desire. So that ends our frequently asked questions. That's another 10 questions answered for you guys. So as always, once again, thank you so much for listening and thank you for submitting your questions. I'm really happy to be of service and we'll be back soon, of course, with another episode. But as always, don't forget to check the show notes. The show notes will have the names of the products recommended or talked about here, the services, the blogs, the podcast episodes that were referred to in this episode. So check that out. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. And I hope these answered some questions that you may have. Stay internally and externally beautiful, all you inspirational beings. Bye.